Hello, I'm Father Dan Serratori from the St. Benedict's Catholic Community in Burwood, Melbourne, and welcome to our podcast. We hope you're blessed by this homily. May it enrich you and may it inspire you to embrace more fully the love, the life, and the mission of Jesus. Enjoy. So if you've been to a wedding lately, uh, which you probably haven't if you've been in Victoria, uh, but uh, if you have, you may have... uh, heard our first reading today it's it's quite possible that you heard uh, our first reading it's uh, of course a favorite uh, at weddings for for obvious reasons but what I want to suggest today is that there's more to this reading than may meet the eye clearly Paul here is helping us to understand what love looks like love is patient love is kind it's never jealous it's never boastful and conceited etc uh, etc et a helpful reminder uh, for uh, a newly married couple but what I want to suggest today is that this passage is, is not so much about right behavior but right motivation the basic question that Paul's presenting to us is what's the motivation behind what you're doing what's the primary motivation and he, he really only gives us two only allows for two possibilities. Is your motivation to build up yourself, to meet your own needs and desires, to put yourself first? Or is your motivation love, which still cares for the self, but but never does that at the exclusion of others? As we've been talking about over these past few weeks on Sundays especially, love has this natural tendency to move beyond the self. Love desires the flourishing of the others. So much so that love is able to look beyond itself. It takes no pleasure in other people's sins, but delights in the truth. It is always ready to excuse to trust, to hope, and to endure whatever comes. Love has this capacity to to see beyond those things that we find difficult in others, to notice that which is good in them, to desire for them to, to flourish. As Paul makes this contrast today between what he's loving and, and what he's not loving, uh, what he's recognising is that it's, it's very easy for us to fool ourselves, uh, to, to use our great gifts, uh, to do things which on the outside, out on the outside they may seem good, uh, they may seem loving, uh, they, they may seem even holy, uh, but underneath, can be motivated by selfish desires. So Paul's kind of challenging us to recognise today how easily we can be deceived. Uh, Paul's a realist. I mean, he's not expecting that we would have 100% purely loving hearts. I mean, the reality is that we'll probably never have the, have that kind of heart this side of heaven. <laughs> but uh, Paul is calling God's people to a deeper level of self-awareness so that more and more of what we do comes out of a place of love. I think about myself and uh, 
how important it is for me to keep coming back and, and asking myself this question, you know, what's motivating all these good things I'm doing? Is it, is it my love for people? Is it my desire to see people flourish? Or am I, uh, you know, um, meeting my, uh, or trying to make up for or feel my insecurity? Am I trying to win people's favour? <laughs> am I trying to uh, uh, prove myself to my father? Still, you know, am I trying to win my, my dad's affection, even though, of course, he, he, he's long gone to God? It's important we keep checking in with ourselves, purifying our motivations, our intentions. Why is Paul so insistent on the primacy of love, of charity? Well, as he says today, it's the only thing that doesn't come to an end. Love does not come to an end. What he's saying, I think, is that love opens our soul to the kingdom of God. Only love can do that. Anything else that we do, anything that's done without love, even our greatest works, our most impressive gifts <laughs> and achievements, Anything that's done without love, it may satisfy us for a certain period of time. It may occupy us. It, it may um, be a, a temporary source of security for us. But, but, but what Paul's saying here is that any actions that are done without love, ultimately they, they close our soul to the kingdom of God. They're like a, a gong booming or a cymbal clashing. So I want to suggest to you, it's just a simple practice to help uh, purify uh, our hearts, the motivation of our hearts. At the beginning of the day, just to spend a, a minute inviting God to, to fill you. You might just say, Lord, fill me today with, with your presence so, so that I operate today out of your heart, so that I've got plenty to give to others, so that I'm not needing to, to meet my own uh, insecurities and my own needs. I'm not putting myself first. Fill me today so I've got plenty, there's plenty to flow out to others. And then at the end of the day, just check in with yourself, not in a judging kind of, you know, harsh way, but just, you know, how did I go today? Can I see today uh, any, anything that I did which came out of a, a desire for the flourishing of others? How do I see love at work in my day today? See, love grows as our awareness grows. And that usually happens day by day as we take time to, to reflect on the motivation of our hearts. Now, as you do that, you might notice that at times you might be very self-focused. And, and if you notice that, that's, that's okay. That, that's, that's good. That's how we grow, by recognising where we need to grow and inviting God's grace into that area. Usually, I, I believe, our selfishness is not malicious. It just comes out of our insecurity. 
when we notice ourselves falling uh, in this area, perhaps not as pure in our motivation, not as loving as perhaps we may think we are, uh, what do we do? Well, we just keep entrusting ourselves to God's mercy, which of course is what really makes us loving in the first place. You can find reflection questions for this homily at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash homily. Thanks for joining us today and have a great week.